millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a new world order and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia here with my friends from across the sea. <laughs> I forgot how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> you introduce yourself. Really? You, yeah. have a na- you have a name, don't you? I have you? so many names. You, oh, yes. You guys ready? <laughs> of course you do. I'm Sebastian, the people's champion. You're one in 200. You're man on the street. The Babe Ruth of beatdowns from the United States of Seb America. I actually like that one. Oh, it's good. That's it's rather nice. <laughs> You'll see why. <laughs> well, he knocks him out of the park. That's how strong he is. A good wrestling tradition yep. in, in South America. <laughs> of knocking them out of the stadium. <laughs> out of the park. <laughs> and rounding off this trio, I am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Yep. And just like the ridiculous titles that we've just told you... Constitutionally bound to introduce myself thus. Constitutionally bound ridiculous titles. Much like Charles Darwin (laughs) stated with his theory of evolution, Seb America is also constantly changing and adapting and that just comes with my title. (laughs) We each run a ridiculous, ridiculous, truly ridiculous... uh, Nation simulation on nationstates.net and each week we bring an issue to the table to discuss slash yell at each other about and and find the best path for our particular nation. Now I have decided that I'm going first this week because Zane Straley is about to start off a quadrilogy of the future. Quadrilogy? Quadrilogy of the future. I was pitched a trilogy. This is terrifying. Well... (laughs) Zane has found another issue oh that has popped up and it fits in quite nicely. So as you know, Zane Stralia is all about futurism and compassion uh, and data-driven uh, legislation. Mm-hmm. Very expensive things. Very expensive things. And my issue this week is called Carbon Copied. Oh, Leading companies in genetic modification and biomapping, Interstice Laboratories, claims to be on the verge of a... A leading company, I guess that should be, uh, claims to be on the verge of a major breakthrough in understanding human consciousness. They report that in a few decades, they'll be able to upload a copy of a human mind state onto a computer data bank. Do it! Do it! What kind of an announcement is that? Within 30 years, we will be able to do something impossible. Hey, within something years, we'll be Send us your Mars. money now. IPOs are pending. If you <laughs> we have a coin. We have a, we, we have a clone coin. 
I mean, this is nice because 30 years could still be in the lifetime of a lot of these people that are donating, so it could be... Yeah, yeah exactly right. The it's same... not like donate now and in 20,000 years we'll be on Jupiter. Like, it's like, this is right. Remember, this remember, is that, right remember that great airline Pan Am? Yep. <laughs> that disappeared about 30 years ago. Well, in the 60s, they were taking deposits for flights into space. I think oh, I think what's bless. actually <laughs> happened is that this this company has said, well, we're working on these very different technologies and when we combine them, we should be able to do this. Are we allowed? I think that's what's being asked here. Right. Um, so the debate, option number one, I wonder if you understand the implications of this technology, whispers the company's CEO, Bill Mind Wizard Gibson, <laughs> squeezing a lemon-shaped stress ball. Virtual immortality, sleeving, backed-up mind states. All we need is tons of fun... I mean, minimal funding. Oh, and a license to cut up the brains of vict- uh, volunteers. We'll not see results for some time, for sure. But the sooner you invest, the sooner we can usher in reality 2.0. Point of order. What was his name again, sorry? Bill <laughs> Mind Wizard Gibson. I have no further questions. <laughs> All good. So that is, that is kind of, I guess... Shady. Dis- Dystopically <laughs> futurist, so but not, not really Zane Australia's like one hundred percent modus operandum, like sixty percent, seventy percent. I'd say probably sixty percent. Yeah, so more yeah. than not, but also mm, yeah, like you wouldn't get on that plane that the sixty percent chance of landing. Hey, you know what other society like to experiment on people to see what's what <laughs> Was it Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's always the Nazis. And everyone. America did it, Russia did it. But the Nazis also did it. Have we been doing it? Does Australia have a history of this? We have not, not that we know of. Yeah. Or had enough people to do it. Our spy society is remarkably good. You never hear about any leaks or anything that happens, apart from that one that happened a few months ago. <laughs> Wait, which was that? Where that filing cabinet was just sold full of top secret documents and they're like, Wait. I found a top secret document filing cabinet. Should I have bought this for $50 from ASIO? You joke, but I'm not sure of the actual story, what actually happened. That's, that's, what no, actually, that's, that's literally what made up. No, that's, that's literally what actually happened. What happened. Oh, I thought was, that was a joke. No, there was a secondhand shop in Canberra uh, where somebody picked it up, uh, couldn't check it because it was locked and they didn't have yeah. a key. Okay. Yep. It had been sold to this secondhand uh, thing from, from an and office they, clear they did out. the right thing. They reported it. It was claimed and <laughs> as far as we know, nothing was leaked. That's so fucking stupid. All right. Option but, num- it was one blemish in a history of <laughs> great Option marks. number two. This is abominable, execrable, detestable, yells the minister of the Church of Weird Gates as he marches then Trumps then slithers into my office and rises before me, his face turning the same colour as an old peach pit on my desk. <laughs> this is total abandonment of the world that the great Lambra created for us. How will we show our gratitude to the greatest gift bestowed upon us, our legs, if we cannot use them? Tens of citizens in Australia will be either transferred into a lines of one and zeros and banished from the Lumberers' sidewalks or left behind to die in the ruins of civilization. 
Shut down this venture. Make it no more. Cease to be. Expired. Bereft of profit. History. He likes his synonyms. He's, mm. I feel he's just bought the thesaurus. <laughs> Second point of order. Yep. Was his whole argument legs? Yeah, so he is from the Church of Weird Gates and his god is apparently a god of walking. And so he's... He slithered in. He's a bad priest. He marched, then trumped, then, then slithered. Slithered. Yeah. What, what is a famous slithering creature? A snake? And what, what does it not have? Legs. This guy's shady, Zane. Okay. Uh, also not a justification as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't think legs are a justification for his argument. Uh, well, no. Well, he, someone who's in downloaded into a computer doesn't have legs. And so he's saying on religious grounds, we should not do this. Some double amputees do not have legs. Seb, I feel like you're trying to convince me of something I've already said is ridiculous. I'm just saying that like, this guy has a, a lot of holes in this boat. All right. Option number three. You don't need to be a Luddite or a religious fanatic to object to transhumanism, mutters ethicist Sarah O'Connor, glancing nervously at the war clock. Developing these technologies increases the odds of human extinction. We will need to be sure that any intelligence that ushers into the next century is wholly human, grounded in human biology and human morality. There is no fate but what we make. What future do you want to create? She seems pretty sane. Yeah, unfortunately. She doesn't doesn't really have a point other than to say maybe. Uh, Other than like let's. Maybe maybe it'll turn out all right. Let's not trust technology (laughs) is what she's saying. I'll put this point forward. Okay, you can say the same thing about actual humans, but let's say everyone's digital. Let's raise the issue of computer viruses. Now I'm aware there are actual real viruses that affect people and their whole civilizations have just been wiped out by certain plagues. But you know what they haven't been wiped out? Somebody accidentally hitting the delete button. Like it's when you're weighing in like the risks of staying alive or not, I just I feel like there's so many other risks that can go on top. Seb, have you ever tried to delete something off the internet? No. But I, 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 point, I, I get your point. It's insanely difficult. Yes. In fact, the more you try and delete it, the more it spreads and the more rooted it, it, it becomes. Yeah. Anybody who has been the victim of... Um, unfavorable uh, sound bites or something. When they try and quash it, that's when it springs up and gets even, yep. even, even more uh, propagated. I don't think anybody would be in danger of being deleted. Are these people being kept on a hard drive or being kept online, though? Well, they they would be in well, the cloud I, at, at the presume. moment. Like There's basically says that they'll be uploaded into a basically a server farm. Just assume that it works, that yeah. they, they remain themselves a, a distinct identity um, that with ones and zeros mixing but they remain some consciousness that is well independent and unique. The technology that they're actually pushing is, is not becoming a human AI. It's not an artificial intelligence yeah. that was once human. It's basically copying your brain and your brain state so that if you die, you can then be downloaded into another body. Okay, so it's a storage 
to transfer. It's not like these people won't be having like living yeah. consciousness. If, if you've in been the watching, if, or if you watch Altered Carmen, sleeving is what they call it. Basically, everyone has an implant from birth which is connected to their brain, and you can download your consciousness into anybody mm-hmm. that is. Surrogates did it too. Yeah. 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 Okay. I thought it was more like up, they would keep their. They'd be living on in this cloud. Not Event like that is a possibility that, but that isn't something that's really we can even <laughs> we can we can't even guess at that because you, just, you can just imagine they wake up from this coma screaming, <laughs> "Oh my yeah. god, the yeah. torment in there!" <laughs> I was also just like really worried. Like people online are not good people. No. Like, <laughs> you were just cultivating. I hate society by keeping everyone stored in one place together online. Yeah. So the arguments are push forward with the technology quash the technology altogether or push forward with technology but only when it's fully human and and controlled by humans. Um, so I have pitched this as the start of the quadrilogy of the future. <laughs> Zane Stralia is taking a risk just like Andropolia did with this uh, trilogy of Carnage. Andropolia does not take risks. We exercise correctness. And then we did re- what was we did what was right. Okay, it was, it was not a risk. The consequences and the fallout came as a result of doing the right thing. In Zane Australian terms, <laughs> quashing this technology or this research would be incorrect. So I'm going with option number one. Yeah, of course you shouldn't quash it. Yeah, whereas whereas both the options were kind of like no, quash it. But we're he it. in that specific case. I know you can't choose the terms. Yes, yeah, I can't he is, choose the terms. He is asking for some very he's um, asking for lenient funding and <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but like criminals weren't mentioned, and he, he did almost say victims, yes. but we weren't sure where those victims were coming from and whether he was just considering people who volunteered to be right. victims. Speaking as someone who I would one hundred percent volunteer for this tomorrow if it was available. Really? Yes, absolutely. This is this is my end goal: being downloaded and not living in a stupid flesh body anymore. Why? <laughs> um, oh, uh, I'm I'm exaggerating. No, uh, I know, I know, <laughs> but 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 even but why would you want to do this? Um, honestly, sick flips. No, no, <laughs> Speaking why I would want to do it. <laughs> well, on, honestly, like someone who has struggled with mental illness before, like right. I would, I would love to know what it is like to exist without having to rely on this chemical factory that I live in at the moment. Um, so, so, in that case, wouldn't it make more sense to research ways of curing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll volunteer for that as well as soon as it's available. Right, okay. Um, like I say, like personally, I I am willing to be on that front edge of research. Okay. If necessary. So there is a growing belief in, say, Australia that consciousness is a simulated illusion within a computer-generated reality. Yeah. Yep. There, you, you there is a growing <laughs> relief in the world at the moment <laughs> that we are living in a simulated reality. The end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have been reclassified. Ooh. The Australian economy rose from thriving to powerhouse. My Ooh. goodness. Uh, pedantry on the rise, well-written study says. 
Zane Australia wins international tension, the good kind. Cinematic reruns prove popular. Ooh. Incomes rising, Economist says. Uh, so I have a couple postcards. There are always more questions. Become highly scientifically advanced. And platform for expansion. Develop a very large industrial base. Wow, I have a lot of things happened here. Okay. Information technology up 53.4%. My goodness, already high in Zane's career. Yeah. Uh, Scientific advancement up 15.3%. People were crying out for this research to be done. Economy up 12%. Goodness me. Secularism up 10. Yay! Average disposable (laughs) income up 8.9. Economic output up 7.9. Average income up 7.9. Human development index, manufacturing, cheese exports, agriculture, welfare, social social conservatism, intelligence up all around four. But didn't he ask for funding? Yeah. Who's paying for all this? Well, apparently me. Right. I guess. Um, Big downs are religiousness and ideological radicality. Uh, Taxation is down 1.1%. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Weather, income equality, civil rights down 0.5% each. Um, And authoritarianism and pacifism down 0.1%. So I think mostly the ups are huge and the downs are small. It would seem so. Congratulations. I'm going to go next because I have almost an issue just in such the other direction (laughs) of this. Um, Mine is titled, Should the Government Grant Estates and Titles of Nobility? So I feel like it's funny while Zane's going into the future, I'm like, oh, let's look back at this whole (laughs) knighthood thing. Tony Abbott. A peculiar confederacy of small government advocates, regular attendees at Seb America's annual medieval fair, and the super-rich have demanded that the government grant estates and confer titles of nobility upon certain influential persons. I want my real life to be like a role play. (laughs) And then after you've done it, dragons everywhere. (laughs) I want this renaissance fair to never end. I humbly submit myself for Duke of Suplex City, says multi-billionaire Moff Gutterrez. <sighs> what? Just that whole sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Not only would it be an apt award reward for my contributions to Seb America, but the citizens who become landed serfs of my estate would work harder than they ever have in their lives. That's a big societal restructuring it's that you're doing. Yeah. It sure is. Adds small government advocate Laura Nelson, government would at last return to the local level, <laughs> oh, close to the people and the land on which they would be bound to for life. <laughs> That's option one. Zane hmm. Australia says no. Yep. I, I, I mean, oh, no for us. You do whatever you want. Normally <laughs> I read through the options prior to deciding to tackle an issue, but I, I read through the issue and just laughed and didn't read any of the options, so I really hope there's like a non-insane option here for me. Incidentally, do you know when serfdom ended? How recently do you think serfdom ended? <sighs> 1800s? Yeah, late 1800s. Yeah. It was in Prussia. Hmm. There, were still, there were still serfs in the late 1800s. Option two. (laughs) I can't believe I'm hearing this, exclaims noted civil rights advocate Rodrigo Torres. Those who are behind this espouse of a system, espouse, espouse? 
Espoused. Espoused, yeah. Those behind this espouse a system that grants inordinate number of institutional power to the rich and ensures that no one will ever be able to climb the social ladder. Everyone in society must be granted an equal opportunity to succeed or fail. Say no to nobility. Well, he's got my vote so far. <laughs> but there are two more options. Well, I mean, it's not it's not rocket science. Like, yep. said America's all about civil rights. Yep, probably it's don't raise certain members. Uh, it's either unite everyone literally a noble or no one's a noble. People. Yeah. Don't literally enslave people. But it's like either everyone's a noble or no one's a noble. <laughs> <laughs> I poo-poo the first guy. Oh, yeah, for, yeah. for no, no, not for his idea, but for missing an opportunity of alliteration. He wanted to be the Duke of Suplex City. Yeah. He should have requested to be the Sultan of Suplex City. Oh, he should have. Yeah, no, good point. You see, he can't do it. Clearly, he hasn't thought this no, through. No, he's not prepared. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can always just say Sultan. Like, yeah, that's not my I'm job. I'm not going to make you Duke. You're, you can just be a Sultan. Yeah. But then you're doing his thinking for him, and that's, that's a, not that's the a point. Slippery, that's <laughs> <laughs> to be a higher member of society, you'll earn it. Look, collaboration's what it's about. Uh, option three. I think both of the other parties are taking this issue to the extreme, argues a learned elderly gentleman resting on a park bench. Well, he's got my vote. <laughs> Already? <laughs> he's, old he's on a bench. He's old and he's just contemplating quiet. <laughs> my, my fired judges. <laughs> All that's being advocated is giving those that have contributed to their nation a ceremonial title in a bit of land. Beside, he adds, the government can tax their estate. I'm not just going to give random individuals land, though. That's my, I'm, like, I'm happy to surrender land for the community but I'm not going to surrender land for... Well, just think of it guy. as a community of one. I'm not going to do that. Hmm. <laughs> like, nah. well, how, how big does a community have to be? More than one family. <laughs> Three families together <laughs> in one piece of land. <laughs> and finally, a good day to thee, my lord, counters Aaron Chaney, an amateur medieval fair actor dressed in a period-accurate costume. I would suggest that thou hasten thyself to spectate at the jousting tournament this far noon. Aye, quite about we have a raid for thee this day. However, the whole affair could be much grander if only we received a few more gold crowns from the government. A, twould be a grand tawny of knightly skill and courage indeed. Mm. Wait, is, just, is that just money for the tournament? <laughs> is that all he wants? Yeah. No, that's something, that's something else, right? I just want to read over that just to make sure that that's all he wants is the money for the tour. However, the whole affair would be much grander if only received a few more gold crowns from the government. Which would make a grand tourney of knightly skill and courage. Indeed. Do I give him money? Think of it. He could create medieval funland. Does he just want money for the tournament? Yeah. To, so, to create a theme park. Hear me out here. Option two, the sane option of don't do this. Mm. Nothing changes, right? Yeah. Unless you ha- already have landed serfs, which you don't. So this, um, really it's do nothing or just government funding to this medieval <laughs> fair. Which is or no, make you, him duke, <laughs> land some serfs. <laughs> you, can, you can exercise the third one, which is ceremonial titles and I'm not giving a little land. bit of land. Seb, you taxed people to build stadia. To be what? So, stadiums. Did I do that? I thought you, you did that. D- no, you absolutely well, did that. I mean, that. like, I'm happy I did. Because you were championing sports. Yeah. Right? Giving those people a chance I mean, to exercise. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The, oh, no, I bought them gyms. The stadiums. Was, yeah, I bought gyms. Uh, that's right. Oh, okay. I punched the microphone. Okay. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Real Tony Abbott move there. Yep. <laughs> I didn't lick my lips and wink though, so it's, it's fine. This is really tough. Do I just say no or do I give money to a fair? <laughs> just give money to the, well, because it's like, it's still no, but I am, I am funding jousting tournaments. Which I think is but it's fun. true. Like the, the prospective Duke just wants to be a Duke. Guy just wants to have a fair, you know, and number three just, you know, he just wants to... You have have a ceremonial title, merit based instead of a trophy. You know, it's 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 going to be a certificate of title over some little scrap of land. Yeah, you say little scrap of land. This is going to be like national parks surrendered to <laughs> one you know. square foot of land in Scotland. I'm come yeah. a lord of it. Yeah, exactly. I'm right. saying no to nobility. Ugh. Boring. I really wanted to fund the fair, but I'm really terrified it's going to be like national sport jousting. What about seven kids dead? <laughs> <laughs> what about Submerica's fundamentals? No, you're banning nobility. But I'm keeping everyone on the same level. (laughs) Like it's well, so would number three. No, because I'm giving them land. It's the land part that's making it. No, no. I have no problem with redistributing wealth in Submerica. You do it all the time. I do, but for greater causes than to stroke the egos of rich people. What should should people who have contributed to Submerican society not be honoured? Not be not be uh, championed and, and celebrated. Filthy rich. I, th- I, I think they can be honoured by the people that they pay to honour them. <laughs> I think I think that's fair enough. Talking point: Citizens are allowed to rise or fall based on their own merits. What a society we live in! <laughs> <laughs> um, fewer lazy bums than ever before. Bosses note. Chamber of Commerce applauds government initiative, which I guess is to do nothing. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Uh, tourism ministry braces for influx and outdoor camping craze continues. I did get a postcard called A Many Splendid Land, but it's only because I've addressed 50 issues. Nothing. Economic, or this is tiny. My biggest rise is economic freedom, 1.2. Great. Yeah, so not much there. As for downs, the biggest down was authoritarianism. Down 0.75. Like, you kind of chose to do nothing. I did choose to do nothing, yeah. yeah. But it's now an instituted fact that as opposed to just not going the right the way of nobility, <laughs> we're now actively saying no to it. That was, so I yeah. guess the, the change is only outward to our people. This is not the society we are going to be rather than continuing to not be the same society. So... Good on you, said America, telling people what they should think. <laughs> telling my people they are all equal. Actively and that equal. they should think that. Yeah, whether they agree with it or not. They can think whatever they want, but the government mandated thought is <laughs> you are all even. Enjoy your individual... individual. <laughs> Andropolia has a pressing issue. Of course it does. Scouting for boys, girls, anyone... The Antropolian Scouts, a volunteer youth group that teaches boys and girls outdoor survival skills, are reporting sharply declining numbers. Aww. The organisation's annual meet was attended by just seven and a half scouts, as there was an unfortunate accident involving a canoe oh, made out no. of recycled soup cans. 
Ah, why are you recycling? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, clearly it was in their best interest to recycle. Probably or they didn't have enough money for actual materials. <laughs> yeah, let's glaze over that. <laughs> Some within the community are urging the government to help revive interest in outdoor pursuits among young people. Gross. Which they should do from their own. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but what if young people don't want to do it? No, no. Well, then they should do it. All right. The first option. Dear most supreme magnificent overlord, we humbly beg your favour is spelled out in woodcraft sign language on a poster decorated with pictures of tents, trees and wild penguins. The scout who brought the poster into your office begins to explain, scouting has really suffered from a lack of state support. We give back to the community, learn valuable life skills and get to socialise with other young people, all in the spirit of Andropolian patriotism. And with some government funding, maybe we should have, maybe we, we, we could afford some slightly less frayed guide ropes for our climbing wall. This poor child. This poor, <laughs> poor child. At <laughs> uh, one stage during his plea for help, did the magnificent overlord start laughing in his face? I'm curious. Government funding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> As you're closing the door in front of him. <laughs> Reaching, trying to find the button for the, <laughs> the, the, the trap door. Look, that one. <laughs> He's just. Opened up the lid to the furnace and placed the sign in it. He's laughing in the child's face. I wish him all the best. In fact, I would personally probably even donate to to, to the Scouts. But it is not the role of government to support communities. (laughs) No, it's not. They can organise however they however they need to, because they they have this. You know, the hobby, there's this group that they want to do. You know, what stops another group from saying, hey, you know, we like flowers, uh, flower collecting. We should, you know, be given land or be given, you know, tax concessions on this land because, you know, it's, ex- like it's expensive to grow you flowers. You should give them some money <laughs> no, and land. No money. <laughs> no money, no land and no taxes either. Scouting is a hobby. Nothing more grumbles notoriously ample pinching auditor Teresa Zahm. What's next? Are we going to start giving subsidies to model aircraft building clubs? Knitting circles? Moustache enthusiasts? Treasury funds are for essential projects only. If the Scouts can't get by without state support, then they should go out of business like any other private organisation would. There we go. There's she the, uh, there's has full Andropolian backing because she gets it. Well, she's the government employee. Is she? It's an auditor. No. Well, she's an auditor. She could be a private auditor. There's nothing right. government about auditors. Oh, she's definitely sucking up. But she gets it. No, she gets it. People exist on their own merits. You get what you earn. Yeah, and she gets it. And you earn what you work for. She gets it right to your face. <laughs> Please continue paying me money to audit. This, she's not necessarily a government auditor. There was nothing in that. How dare you, sir? <laughs> You're talking about ending a tradition of scouting that goes back more than a century, complains Buffy Fallopian, a military historian who has won several awards for exceptionally dry accounts of dramatic battles. Ridiculous name. I got my start in fieldcraft as a scout, just like many of our nation's greatest heroes. The young people of today don't know what they're missing out on. In fact, maybe if you forced them all to join the scouts, they'd soon see what fun it was. I'm sure it was fun, Grandant. When you didn't have video games and television and 
Yeah, you well, should. You're right. You're Free right. That you should, should less play less <laughs> video games and force them to go join the scouts. No, societies are what they are. If you live in nostalgia, they only you're going are what they are unless you force them to be something else. <laughs> Number four, and there is a fifth option, believe it or not. Good Lord. Even though the second one is absolutely the one I'm going to exercise. Absolutely. I'm not even going to argue with you about <laughs> it. All this tradition stuff is exactly why kids aren't interested in scouting anymore, snarks your appallingly cynical niece who only looks up from her phone to roll her eyes. What use are badges for campfire building and map reading when we have central heating and GPS? If scouting taught more modern skills, maybe you'd have more young people interested. Like meme writing. And I think if the scouts do want to survive, they should adopt a policy of having you're you know, right. more you modern, sh- more modern skills being taught. You should appoint your niece as the minister in charge of the scouts. No. <laughs> the scouting organisation can take care of that internally. And if they don't, somebody who takes and over them will. And you can just will. heavily imply that if they do employ your niece as head of the scouts, you might look, look kindly up, upon future requests for funding. <laughs> in the back of my mind, all that I care about is that every single second that some kid is off scouting, he's not being exploited by a fast food chain making cheap hamburgers for me. That's true. Right? I don't think I've, any, I've ever gone to any fast food chain <laughs> and then be like, sorry, mate, we were out of 14-year-olds. No <laughs> one can make your burger. <laughs> There's ever been a risk of that. In Australia, we just have robots. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. You don't care about your community like the sure Empoleans do. do. They're off scouting. They care about this society. If it's just a matter of money, then perhaps I can be of assistance, oozes industrial magnate George W. Mann, looking up from an Anne Bland e-book. My firm has offered to sponsor the Scouts before, but unfortunately those pesky child safety laws have prevented us from offering them a truly rounded experience. What youngster wouldn't love the chance to go sailing in a Max Corp branded dinghy or hiking in a pair of new Zephyr holding sponsored walking boots? Or even gain a little practical experience and valuable life training volunteering in our steel mills. Volunteering in our steel mills. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like some great life experience. It reminds me of the... I don't think it was a Vine. I think it was a very serious video. Some some, uh, African-American was talking about... Um, you know, a, an excursion he went to as a child. He, w- he was talking as an adult, yeah, but yeah. an excursion he went to as a child. They went to a, 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 a class of black kids. They took them to a, uh, a cotton, cotton farm. Uh, <laughs> they, got, uh, they spent the whole day picking cotton. <laughs> These kids on an excursion, the whole day picking cotton. When they get back to their, um, to the to the warehouse, wherever... The owner says, thank you very much. Takes, Takes the, the cotton. cotton. They didn't even get to keep the cotton that they did. <laughs> Off you go, back to school. <laughs> yep. Yep. <sighs> well, so of, all, that one, yeah? of, all, <laughs> of all those fabulous options, um, Andropolia will not commit government funds to private organisations. Absolutely not. Are you sure? And as a consequence, <laughs> no one knows how to tie a reef knot. Yep. <laughs> Who, why, why, why would you? Why, why would you? Why would you? They're going to be on a reef. No. We'll invent new knots, simpler <laughs> knots. 
knots that don't actually tie anything together. Well, it's a, it's a learning process. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. that has been us. That's it. Oh, you, no, you're you not interested in any of the four. No. no, that's fine. No, we, can just, we can just end the episode there. Is it terrible? <laughs> or is literally nothing happened because you changed nothing? Well, the Anthropolia Sentinel reports crime has never been worse. Oh, say no. the el- el- elderly. They always say oh, that. Yeah. Dissident speaking missing. A dissident speaker missing, presumed oh, impaled. Well, actually, <laughs> oh. we like dissidents in Andropolia. You know what? All jokes aside, your crime probably has gone up because <laughs> now the kids have nothing to do. That's fine. Maybe they can go to work. Or crime. It's not the government's role to find things for people to do. That's fine. That's fine. It's That's not fine. the government's role to shape culture. <sighs> Fans reel as sports champion reveals personal flaws and Andropolia's national beauty, how to find it. Weaponization is up 1.7%. That is the largest increase. Everything else is... Crime is up barely 0.7%. Oh, okay, that's bad. Um, as far as the negatives, also very bland, nothing terribly interesting. Apart from basket weaving, which suffered a 12% decline, eco-friendliness, which suffered 15%, and public education, which is down 32%, but that is... Exactly the number I want to hear for public education. This is fantastic news for Andropolia. But oh, did private nice edu- spin that you put on that one. <laughs> did private education go up or are these kids just not in school anymore? I don't think private education is... It's not recorded. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it must have because it the manufacturing industry has not been affected yeah. apart from the basket weavers. Mm-hmm. And government size is down 3%. Well, that's handy. Yeah, well, the, the public education sector. It wasn't that big, I guess. Down. No, it wasn't. In fact, it's no, it's down to two hundred on the edutelligence test score. Do we want to check? Do we want to compare those ones? Public education. Uh, let's let's do public education. Yeah. Public education. Is this the stalling song? Why you also find your way there? <laughs> but, uh, so because it's listed in like double alphabetical order, where there's like a bunch of things up the top and then not there. S- are we going specifically public education? Well, that's what I'm in. Yeah. Ideally. Andropolia would be at zero because public education, as well as public anything, is the worst kind of thing. So is it like public transport is worse than private transport? Public pizza is worse than private pizza. Fresh-faced world census agents (laughs) infiltrated schools with varying degrees of success. Have you ever had pizza? From from like a from like a a, oh. a, a government oh, uh, office or vendor or something. No, sorry, I was just terrified that there was a public pizza stat. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Zane. As you as you, it's a the edge intelligence score to determine which nations had the most widespread, well-funded, and advanced public education programs. Surprising, surprising no one. Zane Australia started out the beginning of the game at sixteen hundred and twenty-two. My goodness. <laughs> Uh, well, we're now sitting on a 5,050.49. I started off on 1578, so close to Zane, but I've only risen up to 2040. I did peak at 2100 and dipped a little bit here and there, but yeah, mostly on the, on the uprise. The Andropolians started off um, at about 500 for public education with the Edutelligence test score. Mm-hmm. It peaked just shy of a thousand. Then there was the change in government where every department was gutted and no surprise it went to zero. Since then it has um, flipped uh, basically between 200 and zero um, okay. depending on which which policy was, was uh, implemented. 
Um, it has been recently as high as 300. It is back down to 200 now. Can we just, while we're here, look at government size? Because you touched on how yours ah, is shrinking. Yes. I'm just curious. Whether it is in fact shrinking, very good. But also how small it is compared to, say, Zane's or mine, because I know I've been trying to increase my government size. I think Zane has too. Why would you want to I'm increase I'm not trying to increase size. my government oh, size. There is a size of government that I'm willing to tolerate. Uh, so, everyone. So government size is measured in the Bureaucratic Comprehensiveness Rating Scale Index. Mm, the BCRCR. <laughs> where world census agents lined up at public agencies around the world in order to study the extent of government in nations, taking into consideration economic output, social and cultural significance, and raw size. So it's just an index. So I started off on 10.15. Oh, my God. Um, I haven't risen that much. It has been definitely constantly up, though, but I'm currently on 12.25, so I've gone up a whole two points. So in Australia started on... 13.3. 13.3. Started off there. Started off 13.3 and is 16.85. Nice. I wonder how this is ordered, whether it's, you know, like um, apparent magnitude in stars where one integer up is like ten times, you know, uh, an increase, an order of magnitude um, difference. What, one of my increases literally went from 11.5 to 12.21 in one choice. Right. So okay. I, I've had I've had two of those that have just massively jumped. Mm. What'd you I haven't use? had any I mean, it's huge just, jumps. No, it's it's just a it's just a measuring thing, but it, it doesn't give you any sort of reference for for what it is. But the Andropolians started off um, at seven point three, peaked at um, seven point five. Believe it or not, it was seven at the time of the change in government. Yep, um, or as we like to call it, the incident, <laughs> where I became the most supreme magnificent overlord yeah. of everything you ever saw in the Great Confederacy of Andropolia. That, that, that's, the, that's the incident. <laughs> Believe it or not, that merely halved yeah. the government size. It went it, it and 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 that's the lowest it has been at three and a half from from seven, and it is sitting at three point eight seven now, just shy of four. Okay, so it has slowly gone up, but I think it's it's it looks like it's plateaued. What's your ideal government size? Ideally, well, look, ideally it would be at zero and yep. everybody would... And that's the day that you walk out of your office and don't come back, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But zero in, in the sense that um, the entire society, the entire community takes care of everything they need privately without any coercion, without any um, uh, sort of uh, deference to an authority or an implementation of an authority. Of, of an authority over, you know, a bit of property or, or some some sort of behaviour. Ideally, it would be at zero, yeah. and everybody would just take care of themselves. You'd need something. They would for organise international reasons, though, wouldn't you? Like, you'd, otherwise, you're not going to have coke negotiate deals on behalf of your country in the UN. Like, why would you need somebody to negotiate deals on behalf of the country? The country that, doesn't trade. If there's no Indo- government to make the call for what the country is trying to do, you yeah. need someone to make that choice. Like when, uh, when countries do, when they implement trade deals, right, that's, it's kind of, a, kind of a misnomer. They're not really, you know, hammering out a trade deal. What they're really hammering out is what will be, what, what, what the tariffs will be, what will be taxed, what will be um, sped through customs, what, you know, it's, it's all that. But the actual trade itself, this company producing these widgets that they're going to sell to this company who's going to distribute them in another in another country. That's the actual trade, what's going on. The government just gets in the way. What you've got to worry about is invading armies. 
Yeah, that's what you've got to worry and about. And there are good cases for private armies as well. Yes, but what I'm saying is, is a, is a well-organised, uh, like, authoritarian regime will have the, the ability to raise and organise an army a lot quicker. We've come from a tradition yeah. where uh, authority I, I, has been... That, I'm not saying... You're, that it's no, no, no. Wrong. But, but, yeah. but equally important, it is to to um, sort of recognise that we have come out of that tradition, and you know we've evolved to we 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 still have a lizard brain, you know, in 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 some senses, and it's difficult to until I download myself yeah. and delete it, <laughs> and you can hammer it out. <laughs> no, but there are there are parts of our brain that function. Um, you know, the same way that, that many other animals do and have done for millions of years because it's worked. That's all evolution cares about. Does it work? Not whether it is good or not, just does it survive long enough to reproduce? That's it. That's all evolution cares about. So we have to recognise that we've come from that tradition. Changing it could be difficult, but we can still work towards ideals. We can work towards spontaneous organisation, which is the right way to organise. Mm. In Antropolia. <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at World Order Pod. You can find us on Facebook at a world a new World Order Podcast. A new World Order Podcast at gmail.com is our email address. And we have a Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash new world order. Next episode we record will be the second in the quadrilogy of the future for Zane Australia. Oh, oh, oh. And it will be a spicy one because I'm going to get Seb America and Andropolia to debate which answer I should pick because I <laughs> don't have a strong opinion. I already <laughs> argue so much about my choices. I need to argue about your choices. I know. It's going to be fun. So as always, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the Federal Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I've been your people's champion, your one in 200, your man on the street, and the Babe Ruth of beatdowns, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My Songs Suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's not kind of productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.